Welcome to the Chuck Shoot Podcast. It's been a while, but I'm back. I've got a guest here. My guest today is the producer of the Beth and Friends show on 99.9 FM. And he also has a segment called Show Up Arizona, where he does interviews with interesting people, celebrities. Please welcome to the show, Billy Harfosh. I hope I said your name right. You got it, man. By and the I, way, is that all that information is right, too, right? Yeah, more okay. or less. We'll get, in, we'll get into everything. Don't <laughs> okay, worry about cool, it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Chuck, by the way, jamming intro music. Yeah. Where did you get that? I just found it online. I've actually been looking for a different intro, so that's interesting you're complimenting that because I've been trying to man. dump it. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. It. <laughs> thanks for having me, man. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you thanks for being on here. here. And uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So my first question, because um, we're going to start at the surface, and then we're going to go deep, because I know you like to go deep, I do. right? I do. So uh, first question, uh, just start looking at the surface, looking at you, you have long hair. So when I was in high school, I was a rocker, and there was two types of people with long hair. There was rockers. They had long hair. And then there was other people who I would try to befriend and say, oh, this guy's got long hair. He's a rocker. And I'd walk up and I'd be like, what bands do you like? And they'd be like, huh? I don't like me. I don't like music. And so are you like a rocker type? Are you really into music or you just have long hair to have long hair? Um, I would be probably in the fourth category. That's like, you know. That's <laughs> there, like, there's uh, a fourth category? Yeah, that's like um, this guy that has this paranoia about uh, someday going bald. So mm. I guess there's no, oh. and it's funny, actually. Well, you don't have a comb over or anything. No, no, I don't. But, you know, it's like, uh, it's just been a thing for a long time. So, so why cut it and uh, keep it long? And hopefully it'll, it'll just go long and gray someday. And I'm happy with it. Cool. All right. Well, it looks good. I, I saw it was shorter too. That looks kind of cool. It was like curly and it was like, it yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your background, you're from Syracuse, New York, I right? Am, yeah. So I'm from Syracuse, New York uh, originally. And I went to college at the University of Louisville. And um, I didn't start in this radio game or broadcasting. I was, I was just like a business major, marketing major, huh. and uh, just absolutely got my dream job out of college in Manhattan. And what was your dream job? Well, I, I'll kind of, you know, a guy from New York, everyone's dream is to, to kind of be in corporate America and, okay. you know, to make money, to be, to be a mover, a shaker in Manhattan and to have yeah. a beautiful office overlooking, you know, Times Square. And I'm I picturing got, the movie Wall Street exactly. with Michael, Michael Douglas. Yeah. Kind of like that, kind of okay. like that, just like the movies. And once I achieved that, I realized that uh, definitely wasn't for me and that I was mm. completely wrong. And um, I just needed to somehow get away, break away. I so had, greed is not good is what you're saying. No, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> even really the money thing. It was, it, you know what it was, Chuck? It was being stuck in a cubicle day after day, not using any creativity, yes. looking at spreadsheets. Oh <laughs> preach, you know, preach, you know, brother, preach. When I see that little uh, icon on my computer for Excel, mm -hmm. my heart starts pounding because I, <laughs> I have anxiety. You know, it's stuff like mm. that. And I, I live under this premise of really simple it's one life you yeah. know and, and you can say it's corny or it's cliche no, but no. but you know i don't have tattoos but if i did it would say one life because i really believe that we just you know we have one life to live and um every decision i make is based on that concept and i mm -hmm. just kind of said i don't know if we can swear on here but I yeah said, I swear away i well, actually prefer if you do okay so i said fuck <laughs> it and uh i was in a i was in a long-term relationship yeah and uh, you know, and I had this job and, and from the outside looking in, everything probably looked cool, right. but it, it wasn't, it mm -hmm. wasn't cool in my head because of the one life thing. And mm -hmm. I said, this is going to be me and I'm just going to be working 60 hours a week fighting for my next little five grand bump and pay raise and, yeah. uh, you know, a house with a white picket fence and two and a half kids. It, that's not me. So I broke up with a long-term girlfriend. I quit my job and I moved to Thailand. Was there... 
one moment that where that hit where you said, I don't want to do this? Like, was there one thing that like a defining moment you remember? Yeah, there was. Uh, we would have weekly meetings on Tuesdays um, with our with our management team. And they would go over all these spreadsheets and your your pitches to clients and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they would use all these like corporate terminology, like circle back. Like, if <laughs> I got to hear, cir- like, we'll circle back on that next week one uh, more time. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to. So it, it was kind of that. Me, those meetings over and over in, in the mm. suit and on the subway and it's 95 degrees in the summer in New York and you're trying like, oh my God, what suit am I going to wear tomorrow and who am I going to try to impress? Mm-hmm. It, it just was not me. Mm-hmm. I was not a corporate guy. Mm. I was not a suit. So uh, yeah, like I said, I quit my job. I broke up with a girl. I moved to Thailand and I kind of said, okay, I got a little bit of savings, but how am I going to live? Right. 30 countries later, I finally uh, found my calling. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you about. I mean, I saw you've traveled to Poland, Amsterdam, Dominican Republic, France, Thailand, Germany. I mean, you've been all over the... How how did you make that happen? You know, um, again, what I tell people, if you're going to go away and live, not vacation, but to live abroad, you do need some level of savings. So mm-hmm. I had savings. Oh, okay, so you had the savings. But when that ran out, I had to find ways to to live, you know, to eat. Right. So I started doing some writing. I did some freelance writing for magazines back okay. here in the States. Um, and I started teaching English. Oh, uh, and that's a that's great smart. that's a great way to see the world yeah. and to learn other cultures, make a little bit of money. Um, I kept doing that. Uh, but again, it wasn't fully fulfilling. It wasn't living my one life dream. Uh, I always wanted to sit down and have conversations like this and talk about people's lives and share the incredible things that they're doing and try to help others. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't doing that, and I knew I had to do that in some capacity. Right. So you ended up in Barcelona, Spain, which is not the worst place in the world to end up, right, in 2016? It's not bad. It's not bad. And so you ended up working there, and you worked – was it a radio station, or how did you – you did some sort of show. That was the Going Deeper. Yeah. Going deep. So going deep. Sorry. So this is what. I, well, before we go there, I just wanted to say, um, you, my friend, you you do your research. I like that. There's a <laughs> lot of people in shows, and you see yeah, yeah. they, they don't really know. They're like, oh, tell me about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would commend that because I try to do the same thing. Yeah. I no, go, I know. Go into a conversation. You do your research, and you you want to know when I knew that you were the real one, a real guy, and you're on that hustle is. And I hope I can share this with your audience a little bit behind the scenes. <laughs> when 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 you you know we connected on social media, uh, you said. One of the things, you know, to be on my show that I would I would like you to do is to share it on social media. And yeah. I think that that is such a cool thing because I think a lot of people don't do that. And my, my whole broadcasting story is growing through my guests. Right. I knew I wasn't a name. I knew right. that I wasn't famous. Um, I didn't have all the glitz and glamour around me. So I said, well, I'm just going to bring in people that do, and I'll grow through them. Exactly. So I That's used to my ask, idea. I used to, my, I can't now, because, yeah. you know, my oh. guests now are a little bit bigger, like, you know, guy, I'm going to say, hey, Larry Fitzgerald, make sure you share this picture. Right. But, um, you know, then I, I would do the same thing, almost an, like an ultimate. You want to be on? That's fine. Share this photo, share this video, yeah. talk about the show. And I think a lot of people don't do that, or they're afraid to do that, or they yeah. don't have the business sense to do that so when you asked me to do that i was like oh, okay yeah this guy yeah. this guy gets it right no that's that, that's exactly my mentality it's like nobody gives a crap about me but if i get all these other guests and then i maybe i make some fans out of their fans and you know and and it just grows my goal is to grow the show so that, that's it so i want yeah. to commend you on that Thank but anyways you. the barcelona thing yeah barcelona yeah. is beautiful barcelona is great what happened was 
I moved there with no job, with nothing. I left Poland and I got to Barcelona with this idea to do a podcast. Like, let's do a podcast. I'll find interesting people, blah, blah, blah. And out of the blue, on Facebook, out of the blue, this woman from Australia that had a radio program on Barcelona City FM, which is the only all-English station in all of Spain, she just hit me up and she was like, hey, you know what? I read a little bit about you. I've read some of your stuff. You got a cool story. Do you want to come down Monday morning and just be a guest on my show? I said, sure, why not? I did that, and when I left their studio that morning, I said to myself, I am going to find a way to get my ass in that seat. Not because I can do it better than her, right. but because I can learn and I can grow in this, in this type of an atmosphere. This is what I want to do. It was energizing to you. It, it, it was, was not it draining was like the business stuff. It was fulfilling. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that just goes into my story of hustle, and I just kept hitting up the program director hitting up the owner of the station. They gave me a chance. They gave me an audition. And, you know, we had, uh, you know, what I would like to say is the biggest show in English in, in Spain. Um, you know, and, and we just grew, man. We had, you know, three, 400 interviews. We had live performances every week. It was like a whirlwind, and people couldn't believe it. Like, what is going on? I just knew when I got the opportunity, I would capitalize. Yeah, no, it's, it sounds like you did a great job. So you worked there for two years, and then, did iHeartRadio, did they recruit you or did you decide that you're going to move to Arizona or how did that work? No, there's no recruiting. I mean, maybe uh, <laughs> Ryan Seacrest might get recruited or, or Mario Lopez or something might get recruited. <laughs> it, it was through staying up all night, getting on the internet, writing letters, sending out resumes, sending out air checks. And remember, you're doing this from across the pond. So you're doing this right. with people see you and they're like, uh, wait, is this guy Spanish? Does he speak fluent English? He's living over there. Does he expect, yeah. and I actually, I got that. I got this. Does he expect us to fly him over for an interview? And you know, so, you know, so there was a lot of walls, a lot of boundaries there, sure. but I just kept knocking on the door. You just, I mean, I can't even tell you how many hundreds of, of resumes and air checks and emails that I sent out, but I kept wow. knocking on the door. I, I then said, you know, screw it again. And I traveled over here and I went to New York and my family's in, I have family in New York City and uh, went to a couple different places and literally knocked on the door. I said, <laughs> screw the emails. And, you know, I, I work uh, for- I love these kind of stories. Yeah, screw the emails. Yeah. I work for iHeartRadio, uh, as you said, now in Phoenix. And I can remember driving down Van Buren, pulling up, seeing ABC News and then seeing the big iHeartRadio sign, pulling up there- couldn't get in the elevator because the elevator, you needed a, a uh -huh. key card to get in. And I can remember waiting in the lobby till someone got in the elevator. I snuck behind him. I probably oh. shouldn't say this because it was early yeah. in the morning. And I got up there and I gave my resume and I said, is there anyone here I could speak to? Any program directors? Uh -huh. you know, we have eight channels. <laughs> it's one of the biggest uh, hubs of yeah. iHeart in the country. No, no, sir. Yeah. And actually, the girl that, that I work with now. Brie? She was at, yeah, you know Brie? It yeah. wasn't Brie, but I, I know Brie. Yeah. No, that's the one I, I went and did the, you exact did the same, same thing. thing. Good, I we're going to get to you. Don't <laughs> worry. So I, ga I gave her the resume, <laughs> and, I, and I had a nice letter, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And uh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I went to San Diego. Nothing. I went to uh, independent stations in L.A. Nothing. Because I know what it looks like now from behind the scenes. There's a, right. there's a lot of that stuff comes in. They don't know who sure, you are. Yeah. They can't take the time. Time is money. This is yeah. a business. Uh, and, and what happened was um, I wrote an email to Beth McDonald, who I mm -hmm. work for now. And Beth is 
you know, what we like to say, call the queen of the city. We just celebrated mm -hmm. 35 years of Beth McDonald on 99.9 KZ. 35 years in the business, so much longevity, longevity, so recognizable. I wrote her an email and I just, I just said, listen, you know, my mom watches you every morning on Fox 10. Um, I know you're one of the best in the business. I'll be in, in the United States on this date. Can I buy you a coffee? Wow. And that's a pretty ballsy move to email well, her. Well, I was a ballsy type of guy because yeah. I, I had nothing to lose. Sure, that's gonna, true. What's the worst that's going to happen? She's going to ignore you. Yeah. She's going to ignore me. She responded. We set up a meeting. We had a cup of coffee. Uh, we hit it off. And then again, silence until a couple weeks later. And a gentleman from the traffic department gave me a call and he said, Look, I got your resume, blah, blah, blah. I want to come in. Got an interview and I started out in news in traffic, which was not my overall goal, but mm -hmm. I got my foot in the door. Got your foot in the door, exactly. Very cool. So then it took a while, but then eventually you did get to, you're now producer for the Beth and yeah, Friends. Yeah, so now I produce the Beth and Friends morning show. I have my own program called mm -hmm. Show Up Arizona. That, show Up Arizona, uh, right? That, um, that airs every weekend. I'm the only show that airs across all of our iHeart stations. Okay. Um, and uh, also, I guess it's okay to announce now. I don't know when this will, will air, but I'm also going to be doing um, Beyond KEZ uh, all night. So I'll be doing all, oh. the, all the overnight shifts and everything like that okay. on the air for KEZ. So you're going to be hearing a lot more from me. That's exciting. But, but the point of this whole story is you have to keep knocking on the door Get your foot in the door mm -hmm. and be willing to do anything and check your ego, you know, just oh, yeah. your ego aside. Because if you can do anything no, definitely. And, you, and you show And be that, willing to deal with the rejection. Like yeah. you said, it was hundreds of how many doors you knocked on and uh, hundreds yeah. of emails and right. resumes. And, and it's been um, a year, just over a year now. And when I walk in those walls, I can tell you, Chuck, I've never said no. I haven't been asked to clean the toilet or anything like that. But I, <laughs> I've never. And I, when and they I, ask you to do something, you're saying you've never said no. Yeah. That, that, that word has never come out of my mouth. Yeah. Because you're so grateful to just have that opportunity to work there. Like, this is what you want to do. So Because when you look behind the scenes, it's not all glamorous. Right. You know, there's a Definitely. lot of on-air people. There's a lot of, yeah. you know, friends I have now in television and stuff. Guess what? They're editing their segments. Yeah. They're, they're, they got, uh, you know, a 6 a.m. deadline. Well, they're up at 3 a.m. and their eyes are bloodshot and they're trying to edit their segments to go on the news the next morning. It's not all going to events and drinking right. champagne and going to galas and all that. It's, that's not what it is. It's about being diverse in your skills and just keep saying yes and prove yourself. Mm -hmm. So now you guys, uh, 99.9, um, you guys are all, you started Christmas music. Yes. I'm so, Christmas so you time. are the person that we blame for playing Christmas music too early. Yeah. Well, not me. You can talk to my <laughs> boss about that, but yeah, we do, you know, and we, we hit it and you know, in, in the big league radio game, not the independent radio, but it's about, um, ratings. Yeah. Know, that's what it comes So down. the Christmas music gets a lot of ratings this early, huh? Yeah. Wow. We get a lot of ratings, plenty of ratings. Pretty good ratings. I saw the ratings today. They're yeah. pretty good. No, I was listening, and I was like, okay, I actually like these. <laughs> Who yeah. doesn't like Christmas music, right? Like, it Unless you're people, a Grinch. It gets people yeah. in the mood. People yeah. love to call in. They love to request songs. And, and it's they, getting, it's, it is kind of getting to that point. I mean, definitely after Thanksgiving, it's right. it's Christmas time. But. Well, we released, we, we went live November 6th. So oh, okay. So it was want, actually about a week after Halloween. It's a week so after not too Halloween. Bad. People are in the spirit. And let's face it, we have, um, you know, I'm... Here in your studio, looking out at palm trees, and the the sun is setting somewhere oh, over there. And I it's love it. Eighty degrees out, and it's what is it? Five thirty. Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, it's not really the Christmas spirit. So uh. we, we try to do that, that work for you by when you get in your car, you can hear a little bit of Christmas music. Yeah. And then people start putting their Christmas lights up soon, too. I think that's going to start. Ha- and then they have that. You ever didn't, been down to that uh, spring training thing where you drive through the Christmas lights? I forget what it's down called. Down near Old Town? Uh, no, it's in Tempe. Oh, no, I haven't it's, been there. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting. I have been to thing. a lot of places. Somebody today said... Uh, yeah, because oh, yeah, you've only been here, what, like a year? Yeah, just yeah. over a year. Somebody said this uh, Awatuki or something. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. all these places. I don't even know what they are. Yeah. Like, no, I, I couldn't even pronounce half the words here, like Saguaro and all that kind I'm of just, stuff. I'm just learning it, but yeah. this is, it's a wonderful place to live. And for a guy like you that's doing this podcast, you're on the hustle, you know, you're making a name for yourself, I think this is maybe the perfect place to live. Because I love it. It's yeah. not flooded like New York or LA. No, it's not dead like Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> uh, you're, you can have plenty of cool guests. You yeah. can grow here. Uh, so I, I don't know. This yeah, is a good, good situation. I think we have good stuff here. We have a good music scene actually, and we have a good comedy scene. And um, so yeah, and I, I've had some national guests too. You know, I, they usually have to call in, but um, you know, it works. So so let's talk about some of the people that you've interviewed on the show up Arizona. Oh, um, sure. First off. You don't seem like a short person, but I'm looking at that picture next to you of uh, with DeAndre Ayton. Well, I'm, I'm not very tall. Uh, but he's like, he looks like Godzilla. He's, compared he's almost, <laughs> I think he's almost seven feet tall. Oh and my I ha- and gosh, I have he's problem, tall. Chuck, I keep interviewing these guys that are so freaking tall. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I thought some of the Cardinals guys were big. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm still trying to get um, Kyler Murray because he's actually, I think he might be just like my height. I'll feel much better. <laughs> but then I had, you know, Larry's tall, but then yeah. I had Aiden, who's huge. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, that's just one guy. And then the next week, I'm interviewing Randy Johnson, who's, right. who's six foot eleven. You know, so I'm like interviewing these guys that can barely uh, reach the microphone to their to their face. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, so with the sports interviews or any of those stand out to you? Like, are you Arizona? Probably not an Arizona sports fan. I'm, ki- I'm kind of. I'm kind of. Um, you know, it's easy to become an Arizona sports fan because I don't feel like a carpetbagger. I don't feel like a bandwagon. You know, if I was moving to New England, all of a sudden I'm a Patriots fan. You know, oh, go, yeah. that's different. But you know, let's be real here. The Arizona sports right now is not at the the premier level. You know, the, the Cardinals are building. We had a yeah. bad year last year. Um, so I kind of am rooting for them. I'm rooting for the Coyotes. I'm rooting for the Diamondbacks because I feel like, you know, I'm here now. I noticed you it, didn't say you're rooting for the Cardinals, though. Well, I am. No, I'm rooting oh, yeah, for okay. the, Yeah, I'm rooting for the Cardinals. Do you have a sports team that, that like, are you New York, New York sports fan then mostly? Yeah, I'm okay. a New York sports fan. Jets I'm, or I'm, Giants? I'm a, I'm a neither. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. a Buffalo Bills like fan. That. I'm a huge, I'm a huge sports fan. But, you know, what I find here is this is a very transient town. Yes, it is. There's a lot of fans of other, other teams. Places. Like so myself, I'm a Seahawks you're fan. You're a Seahawks so. fan. And, you know, when you go, uh, like you go to the games or you go to the bars and they're playing San Francisco, a lot of that red is San Francisco red. Mm-hmm. It's not Cardinal red. Exactly. So that's a little bit disappointing. But I think, I think they're building something here. I've gotten a chance to know some of the guys. And um, I think they're doing the right – and they, they got the right coach. They got the right quarterback. And uh, patience, patience. Right, definitely. No, it reminds me of like when I was a Seahawks fan in the 80s and you'd go to the kingdom and it would be all like more Chiefs and Raiders and Broncos fans than Seahawks fans. And now you go to the Cardinals games. and But it's becoming, I've noticed that it is becoming more Cardinals fans over the years because I've been going to that Cardinals-Seahawks game every year for the last 11 years. And so you're right, it's it's definitely growing. Winning fixes everything. Whatever That's problems true they yeah. have, financial, <laughs> fans, yeah. if they win, the fans will be there. Absolutely. So then, and then you've done some music interviews. Some of the, uh, I just discovered, I was just telling you that I just found some guy and you didn't remember Like, I'm like, uh, Adam Giles Levy. Yeah. I just stumbled yeah. upon it and you're like, it's one of those hundreds that I did, but he had a great song. So shout out to that guy. Yeah. I don't know if he, re- um, 
But uh, that was one. And then there were some bigger names, obviously, too. The Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hozier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Alice I did, Cooper. Yeah, I did an interview. Um, Hozier. Hozier, is that how you say it? Or Goo Goo Dolls. But they came The in. one who does Back to the Take Me Take to Church. Take Me to Church. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, but those guys came in and played uh, at our sound space. But, you know. Oh, okay. Is that the, what it was? The kind of the cooler point to all of that is, is like, there is so much talent out there. You know, mm-hmm. the guys that are not named Alice Cooper or Ozzy Osbourne or whatever. There's so many yeah. thousands of musicians that, like, you just pulled up a song of somebody we don't even know. It was amazing. It sounds really good. Yeah. But what separates the ones that are on the tip of our tongue and the ones that we know f- or the ones that are on the radio from the ones that we've never heard of and we never will? I don't know. Does that get back to our, you know, knocking down doors? Does that get it might. luck? I don't like Yeah, luck. or the social media or getting out there. Social media. I don't yeah. like luck. I say fuck luck. No. But, um, I don't think it's luck. I don't think it's I luck could either. Say, I could say you maybe sometimes you get a break. I, I'll tell you this, and I don't want to say any names because I, I'm sure that uh, this podcast is going to go out, and, and uh, I wish you so much success. So hopefully Thank you. You, get, you get this. <laughs> we can send this out over to, to Europe, to Spain. But there is couple artists i can think of right now that are super talented incredibly talented but they don't have the work ethic they don't they don't they don't release the music they're not active on social yeah. they're not they're not making connections at the local clubs they're not going on tour you know why there's an excuse there's an excuse no i only want to play twice a year when everything's perfect the sound the light oh. the photographer the yeah, venue, yeah. you know, you got to put yourself out there. And I think yeah. there's, there's a lot of people that don't, and there's a lot of musicians that don't. And talent doesn't have, I don't think, that much to do with it. There's plenty of talent. No, and that goes just not for just music, but also what we talked about with sports or anything, basically. Everything. So let's talk about you for a second. Okay. So, so you got talent. <laughs> oh, you're, you're turning the tables on me no, now. I mean, I'm just saying, you, you know, you research... Yeah. Um, you're a good interviewer. You're, you're Thank you. your That's, podcast out there. You're oh, getting really your social up there. Nice you have of you a to great say. name, Chuck Shoot. Yeah. I mean, geez, <laughs> how could you have a better, uh, better name for broadcasting? But what about you? Where, where do you want this podcast to go? I mean, my goal is just to grow it. I, I'm not in a rush. I'm kind of playing the long game, I guess. So kind of like what you said with the, with the guests, you know, trying to build it. Like if I, if every guest I get, maybe if I could get five or 10 fans from it and then maybe eventually get bigger guests and then get, you know, they have a bigger phone. Maybe then I'm getting 10 or 20 fans per guest. So what's your, what's your kind of game plan to get bigger guests? Um, just to, just to, uh, it's a numbers game. I think it's the more like, I want to, I want to interview as many people as I can, like as many musicians uh, in Phoenix and nationally, but you know, especially like if everybody in Phoenix if every musician has heard of, has knows me because I've interviewed them or, and every comedian in Arizona, that's a big name or that's somewhat good knows me because I've interviewed them. Then, then I have a name. Then I kind of do have a name, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got connections and, and maybe it goes more than that. Like maybe I'm going to promote some events and I can have bands come or comedians or whatever. And I just want to be involved. Like, so here's my thing. Like just real quick with my story, like it's very similar to yours. Like when you were talking, I was like, Oh my gosh, this sounds exactly I spent 17 years in education. I was a guidance counselor and it was the same similar kind of thing. Like the goal was different in education because you're working for the government. So it's not about making money. It's about not spending money, but it's a lot of this BS meetings and, and it just wasn't and for some people. They love it. They love teaching and all that stuff. For me, it was just, it was just one BS thing. I mean, there was days where I was, I was doing grunt work, but it wasn't, I didn't see the purpose of it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't see the end goal. Like what, what, sorry, what was the thing you said at the beginning about um, having one life? Right. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm, I'm 40 plus years old and 
I'm working at, I hate my job. Like I don't get any respect. Every person I've interviewed on my podcast has been so nice to me and like so respectful and so complimentary. And yeah. so it's like just the opposite doing this. It's really like energizing. Whereas my other job was just very draining. So I just want to be involved in this. Like you said, like I just want to get my foot in the door at, at iHeartMedia. I've been, I was trying, I was like, I'll do anything. I don't care. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I applied for sales jobs. I, I think I could do that. I could, I could do whatever, you know, whatever yeah. they have. Yeah. But. I respect yeah. that. And I, I feel the same way. You like, kind of gave me a chill when you were saying about um, just being draining, you know, mm -hmm. and I picture I have this picture in my mind of, you know, a, a calendar. And when you when you like a red marker, you kind of cross off those days. But if you look that, at if you look at the day, that is funny that you said I literally had one of those in my office yeah. and my my uh, one of my Co-worker said, what is this, like a prison sentence where you're, you know how prisoners count, tally up the... I had, Dude, I had the same thing. You, you look at your you cross... This was, you know, this was before... Now all, all the calendars are on the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. You cross up those days, and I remember, you know, you would look at it in the red. You look at all the red, yeah. and you would say, okay, well, what am I proud of in those those XDOF days? Or what did I really do? I mean, okay, yeah. maybe I made some money for a company. Yeah. But am I happy? You know, this is my life. I just lived my last November... <sighs> of 2011 november 2011 forever is gone because i will die right? right i will die we yeah. all will die that's true that's gone that's so I, I spent those 30 days and those hours doing what exactly it's, it's gone yeah so that's when the, your mind shifts you yes start, you start taking no. chances you start taking that's, risks. That, that's i quit last year i quit i said i'm done i, I don't care what i'm gonna do and so I honestly, like, I've just been, I've been driving Uber and Lyft and I've just, Good and I've you. said, and I, you know, everyone's like, ask me when I, when I they pick them up, like, oh, what do you do? Is this your full-time thing? I'm like, well, it is temporary, hopefully. But you know, I, I figured I could always go back to education if I need to, but I'm going to try to give something a shot, do something different. Yeah. Um, maybe if not in the media, then, you know, I've, I've thought, thought about maybe doing insurance or something, but I just, I was like, I got to get out. Like, and sure. I think if you have that, like feeling in your in your mind and you just like you have to get out you kind of have to pull the trigger eventually like eventually it's not going to go away you're not going to be able to stuff that feeling down so eventually you do and i tell people because i've had people kind of contact me because i'm i'm always talking about this concept of one life you got to be careful because you want to do it in a smart way that's why i right. mentioned you know um, when i just picked yeah. up and moved overseas i did have some money yeah because there, there's people that get themselves jammed up and they do things and it's difficult to to kind of say this but you need cash i'm sorry people. Yeah. like if you really want to make a huge push and you really want to change your life and you're you're stuck in syracuse new york and you want to come out to la and try your hand at acting you know have a little nest egg there have an nest emergency egg is good, fund, yeah. something uh do it in a smart way drive drive uber for six months save up yeah. some money and then make the move yeah no i had savings too so you know, I'm, I'm okay like I'll, I'll be fine it's i'm not too worried about it but uh yeah i mean it was kind of a it was a bold move to finally just i've been talking about it for years i've been applying for other jobs but i said i gotta i gotta pull the trigger on this it's now or never so so what's your ideal a year from now a year from today um ideal yeah your ideal position i mean doing this for for money would be ideal in a year that'd be i mean that'd be like a dream yeah have you tried sure. to monetize this podcast uh, not yet. Cause I haven't gotten that. I don't think I've got the numbers yet, Okay, but, uh, right. yeah, well. I mean, it, that's the thing is like trying to grow it, sure. but, but yeah, getting in with a company like iHeartMedia or something like that, I think that would be, for some reason, I just have this, uh, this thing in my mind. I'm like, I need to work there. I sure it's 10 minutes from my house. Like it's national. It just, you know, it's the John Jane rich show. Like I just, there's something about, I'm like, this is where I need to be.
So wait, can we get really crazy? Yeah. You can edit this out if you want to. Okay. If we can get really crazy. No, go ahead. So, go this, crazy. This is, where, this, is where, this is what <laughs> fascinates me. So you say that, and you look at me in the eyes, and you have such conviction that that's what you want to do. That's where you need to be. It's 10 mm -hmm. minutes from your house. John, yeah. Jay, and Rich. Boom. What, what steps have you taken? Other than the resume, what have you done? Um, so yeah, like I applied for all those jobs, and then I walked, I went in there, and I dropped off my resume to the girl, the girl up front. She probably thought I was crazy. And, <laughs> and then I've called a couple times and I've left messages with your HR person. Okay. And, um, and then I was kind of like getting frustrated. And then, then it was just the randomest, most random thing uh, where a musician that I interviewed on this podcast, Brandon Gibbs, uh, he posted that he's coming to Arizona playing CB Live uh, in January, January 11th. And it said... Um, Something I don't know why you're you're there or something you're part of that or yeah I'm I'm uh I think that 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 event uh -huh. uh, has a charity behind it and okay we're doing something with that yeah so I saw yeah. all I saw was I saw your name and I saw iHeartMedia and I go oh, what like yeah. and he had shared the post now I was so excited because I saw iHeartMedia that I didn't really realize he was sharing someone else's post because his name is in it but I, and then I asked him like hey can you introduce me to this guy that works at iHeartMedia like because. I mean, Brandon and I are not friends, but I interviewed him. He, he's, he's a nice guy. I know he's like, he, he would respond to my message. And he responded and he goes, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, you shared the post. And then I think at that point I had already messaged you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know who he was. And so either. then, yeah, and you didn't know who he was. So I was like, oh, well, that's, that was, I guess I kind of screwed up. But then it kind of worked because then you started talking to me and you yeah. responded. And you and I said, hey, you want to come on my podcast? Like, yeah. Yeah. And you said, sure. I was like, perfect. Well, let's talk. So. All right. Well, so, so you've took... You've taken a lot of steps. You've sent your stuff out. Yeah, you've yeah. made calls. You've showed up. You're making yeah. connections. But how many people that say every day that they really want something, but they maybe took one step or half a step, and then they just kind of, eh. Right. They kind of quit. So, like, like for you, I don't oh, know. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not. I haven't quit yet. Right. <laughs> this I mean, I was going to wait because I was going to call and leave another message, but I was like, well, maybe I should wait till this interview. And then, because you gave me some really good advice. You're like, oh, you need to, you know, send me a resume and an air check. And I'm like, oh, they didn't even ask for an air check. So. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Send out air checks. Like, you know, we want to hear you. Send out your your real your real uh, show. You yeah. know what I mean? In a, in a small, people send huge files. Oh, I thought it was like 30 seconds. Yeah, something. yeah, it can be. We just want to, okay. they just want to hear your voice. Like program directors will never listen to like a 30 minute show. Right. You know, they don't have time for that. But um, yeah, so you, you're a perfect, you've took the steps to set yourself up for success. But so many people are like, yeah, you know, I want to play at, even like, I want to play rock bar by next month. Okay? Oh, yeah. Well, who do you know at Rock Bar? How many times have you gone in there drinking? Did you get too drunk? Like, you know, right. did, did, you, did you connect yourself? So I just think that um, there's a lot to be said about not just going the traditional way of sending right. in a resume. but No, 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 no. I agree. Yeah. So my whole thing, like I had this, uh, I had this other like little side business that I tried because I was, I was a counselor. And so I tried to do like a coaching business and I, and it, I had a, it was called Shoot for the Moon. And that was the whole thing. It was like. Just, just, you know, try for like the Super Bowl, basically. Like you're trying for every, like you're just going to try so hard for the biggest thing. And if you don't get it, it's kind of like your, your email to Beth. Like what's the worst that could happen? So the worst you're going to do is just not respond. So nothing is going to happen. It's like yeah. asking out at the pretty girl at the bar. Right. It's the worst thing. Yeah. I mean, I've asked so many, you know how many guests I've asked to be, do my podcast that have just, but you know what? Everything, everybody in this business is like, they just ignore you, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm like, they don't send you a nasty message back, like, how dare you ask me to do your, you know, the, they just ghost you, and that's fine. I'm fine right. with that. And that's no problem. And yeah, I think that- I can deal with that. I think probably for your listeners that aren't in, don't want to be musicians or don't want to be in broadcasting or mm -hmm. don't want to be whatever, but they're in sales. Again, 
Take that shot. Sales, that's even more. Take yeah. That shot. Send out that email. You be show more up aggressive. At, show up at that office at 7 a.m. with uh, some Dunkin' Donuts and whatever. Yeah. Starbucks, that's whatever. Super you competitive. Do. Yeah. But, yeah. But just take the extra step. Yeah, absolutely. So oh, get back to the, some of those musicians that you interviewed. Oh, now, sorry. is this one picture? Like, I saw this. You didn't interview him, but you just you ran into Ozzy Osbourne in Beverly Hills? I did. Was that really him? Yeah, it was really him. Yeah. So, wow. So, I was, yeah. So, I was in Beverly Hills, and you know I'm a I'm a New York guy, so like everything California and palm trees to me is so beautiful and exotic. And uh, we were, you know, I was at the Beverly Hills Hotel at the bar, and we're just kind of scoping things out. We're like, holy crap, these drink prices are really high. So kind of scoping things out, and I look over, and one of the cabanas, and you know, there's Ozzy and Sharon, and what's his son's name? Oh, um, his son. No, Kelly's the girl. Kelly wasn't there, but oh. the whole crew was there. And even I recognized from the show, the nanny. Oh, and, you wow. Know, Still same I, nanny. Huh? There's the same nanny. I thought there's an Ozzy, you know, whatever. And uh, yeah, I, I, I waited till he had to take a piss. And, um, you know. The and he wasn't really, pissing on ants this time. No, he wasn't pissing on ants. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, that place is a place where you don't really bother people. It's kind of an unwritten rule and yeah. you know, kind of thing. But. You know, I just, I had to go up to him and I introduced myself and uh, he was so nice and so kind. And that's another theme that's kind of been through uh, kind of what you said about yeah. your guests, that people that are successful, and when I say, I mean, ultra successful on mm -hmm. the highest of levels, I, I swear to God, 99% of the ones I've came across mm -hmm. have been just so kind. And there's, yeah. a, there's a reason they're successful. Yeah, no, and I think, I think part of it too has to be that they're doing what they love. They're not doing the business or education job that they hate. And then they're just miserable. They're doing something they love. So like, why wouldn't they be happy? Like you assume they're going to be happy, right? Like That's true. they should be. I mean, is that, that is the goal. If like, That's if you true. can't, if you can ha have all the success and still not be happy, like I don't, there's no, not a lot of hope for you. I don't That's think true. so. That's a good point. Yeah. So when, is it weird when you're interviewing, interviewing a musician that um, you might not necessarily be a fan of, or are you still interested in them just because, they're successful in their field and yeah, you know, I'm just interested in people, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just a people thing. Like I, I get in conversations everywhere I go, you know, it's just, and when you sit down with someone, you realize like, Oh, you know, he's just a human. We're just a bag, right. a bag of blood. You know, it's kind of weird <laughs> way to say that's, that's what I think about. Like, you know, I really do. You're like, uh, okay, well that guy nice, or, or that, or that, image. or may, or maybe it's a, maybe it's a girl and maybe it's a, a, a beautiful woman mm -hmm. that's got a, a voice from, from heaven, and maybe yeah. she's a little bit standoffish, and maybe she's a little bit of a prima donna, but she's a bag of blood, just like you, just like <laughs> me. So it's like when you, you – so you just make a little challenge in your mind. Like I love I, that. I'm going to break this person down. Yeah. I want to get to know – even if it's for two minutes. I right. want two real minutes, yeah. just two. And then uh, it, becomes, it becomes all right. Yeah, no, it's very cool. So And then some of the other people besides musicians and sports people – uh, you interviewed one of my favorite comedians, Louis Anderson. He's one of the he was one of the biggest stand-up comedians uh, back in the '80s. I guess I'm dating myself here because I remember when there wasn't that many comedians, and, and he was one of the biggest. Um, but he talked about uh, you guys talked about success, and uh, he, his advice was uh, be present and put everything you have into stuff. He he's I don't know how old is he now? How many years? How many decades in the business? I don't know. He's won all the awards. Looks great. He looks great. He's active with Eddie Murphy, and guess what? He's still on the road. Honing his craft. Yeah. He's still hitting the stage. Every day he wakes up is for his comedy. He's still writing. Yeah. This guy doesn't need to do that. I mean, he hosts no. a family feud. There's got to be some money somewhere. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and he had all the specials. Oh, and uh, I'm sure he's set for life. But yeah, he probably everything. loves doing it. He loves doing it. And uh, from the outside, it might look like it's all fun and games. But he talked about discipline. 
And you mm. know, and that's something you don't see. And yeah. going back to the musicians, you see them on stage and they look all effed up and they're, uh, they look like they're on drugs and they're drunk. And they're, you know what? A lot of them, that's a show, man. Mm-hmm. You know how many bands I was ba- I've been backstage with? They're not, they're not drinking vodka and mm-hmm. drinking beers. Maybe afterwards. Yeah. But they well, are. Well, especially once they get, like Guns N' Roses. I think they're all, I mean, they used to be that way. Sure. And then they get older. You can't play that game you, forever. You so. can't. And, and also on the rise. Unless you're ultra talented, yeah. on the rise up, you can't play that game forever. You know, right. you're playing a new city every night. You got to have your head, and you're going out there to perform. And I think that's what Louis does. Is that, yeah, you know, he's friends with Eddie Murphy and this guy, and he just, you know, has that show with Zach Galifianakis. It looks great, but he he, you know, because we talked off the air, he goes on set every day, like it's his first day on set. Hmm. You know, and, and that's that's like that's what I want to do. I want to walk in that studio every morning, like it's my first day in the studio and just really respect yeah. respect that. No, that's very that's very cool. And he's going to be in the new coming to America coming to America 2. Yeah, it's going to be cool. coming to America 2. Yeah, how cool is see that? that? Yeah. So, and then this was an interesting interview that I saw you uh, do too. That was a, it was well, you had a couple different people talking about the self-driving cars. And I think you mentioned this a little bit at the beginning, but I had never thought about this, but I was talking to somebody the other day about the self-driving cars. What about hackers? Yeah. That is well, kind of scary. <laughs> you uh, didn't really get into it too much, but see, the, you, you know what you're talking about here. You're uh, you've done your research. There's a little kind of thing when you do interviews with corporations. Yeah, um, there's certain subjects that aren't allowed to be talked about. So oh. you got to work under those parameters, and, and you know and that could also be with individuals. You might be interviewing a businesswoman or something, and she says, "Look, I'm not going to talk about my divorce, even though it's in the news right now." Right. Or I'm not going to talk about when I got my DWI five years ago because, you know, whatever. Or Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about my drug addiction. But it's the same way for corporations. So, uh, yeah, I think the hacking thing is crazy. I think the other crazy thing is jobs. I mean, people are going to lose a lot of jobs. This is coming, self-driving cars. They're going to lose jobs. There's going to be hackers. Um, What happens when a self-driving car is going down the road and it has to make a decision between hitting the little boy crossing the street versus swerving into three 90-year-old women. Yes. Yeah, that's all going to be programmed That's one, in. is it? Then oh, who, it is going to be programmed well, in. Well, I would assume. Then who gets yeah. sued? Is it is it the self-driving car company? Is it the driver? Because no, yeah. they're just a passenger. Is it the government? Because this is the regulations they put in place. That's there's a really a lot of, There's a lot question. of problems. That is crazy. Yeah. So of all the interviews you did, who was your fa- was our favorite interview that stands out? Or s- You know what? Um, this is not a political show, but you know what I'm really kind of jazzed up on right now is interviewing politicians hmm. and and not really for the politics side of it but just again getting to know them as humans and kind of get to see under the hood as to why they believe what they believe oh. and why they're in what party they're in and sometimes that can be kind of um uplifting and 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 motivating like wow this person goes to work every day and really wants to help right she might have these views which i don't agree with but yeah. they're trying to help and then sometimes it's, it's a little bit uh, disappointing because you can kind of <laughs> read between the lines like this person gets up every day and is trying to um, yeah. you know, be political and, and right. play the, the politics game. So, But I, that's what I really like. No, that nowadays. would be really interesting to know because, yeah, you're right. You just see one piece of it on TV and the media and stuff. So to actually know why – and I think that's just fascinating with people in general. Just talking to anybody with the politics and like – Okay, that's interesting. You believe that. Why do you believe that way? And then trying to get like you go deep as you right, like to do. Right. So. And and especially in today, it's so polarizing with everything with politics. Mm-hmm. But taking the politics out of it, you mm-hmm. know, and just getting to know them as a human. Like I've had the yeah. chance to to have um, Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego a couple times mm. and got to know her a little bit. And it's like 
I don't even really think about politics when I'm huh. having a conversation with her. I just want to know her as a woman, as a mom, as someone that's trying to make decisions every day to make this a better city. Right. Yeah. No. And I think that's the thing is like, I have conservative friends. I have liberal friends. I'm like, I, I it's fine. Like we don't have to agree on everything. Like yeah. I have people that are Seahawks fans and friends and yeah. people that are Cardinals. Sure. I mean, that's kind of what it seemed like it always used to be that way. And then it, it like you said, it, things got more polarizing and it's like, we need to get back to just like, it's okay to have differing views. Like try to understand each other. Right. That That's like what's really right. And everybody likes to kind of hit on, um, billionaires or, or ultra celebrities or Justin Bieber or, or Kim Kardashian's of the world. But what I've found is it's easy to like successful people to me. Like it would be easy to hate X, Y, Z politician, but when you get them to, when you get to know them as a human, I don't know. They're kind of easy to like, like, it's like, I don't even agree with his politics. I don't, <laughs> I don't like, you know, what he's voted for the past yeah. 10 years, but kind of want to go have a beer with him. <laughs> Yeah. Right, isn't that what is that that picture that caused all the uproar was uh, Ellen and uh, George yeah. Bush hanging out? Right. And it's like, they kiss. but they're they just kiss. people. Like, Did they kiss. Uh, I think it was. Oh no, that was uh, Ellen for Aniston. Uh, Ellen and Howard Stern. I don't. Know. I, I forget. Well, anyways, yeah, you yeah. you mix the politics, and when you get that right down to it, it again, bag of blood. A bag. That's yeah. It's great. Well, one per one person that you interviewed too that I thought was interesting was the psychic, and you said you kind of started out as a skeptic, but. So tell me, like, how, like, you really believe in, in, were you kind of getting chills from the stuff that she was saying and stuff, or? Shout out Melinda Val. Melinda Val, Melinda Val is, yes, she's one right. of the premier psychics. Right. Uh, I said psychic, but she's actually a medium. Medium, okay. Um, one of the premier mediums that talks to the deceased, to people that have passed in the whole world. She's been on all the big shows with all the fancy psychics, you know, when you, you see on the talk shows and stuff like that. You know, I, I don't know, Chuck. There's some things that she brought up that I have no idea how she would know about me, which is fine, but mm -hmm. there's the internet and people can Google yeah. people. But then I brought another gentleman, Grant, in the studio who's on the John, right. John Jay and Rich show. Yeah, I She had no idea, number one, that he was... Oh, she, he, she didn't know he was coming? No, I, oh. I told them a day before that I'm going to bring someone in the studio. I just, I don't even know if I said staff. Someone mm. in the studio. And she said, sure, uh, tell them to bring a photo. Someone that's passed. Okay. Grant came in. He brought a photo of his friend that um, had passed, a young friend that had mm. passed. And she looked at the photo when he came in. She said, accident. What kind of accident did he have? Well, this, this gentleman um, fell off a cliff, you know? Mm. So she already knew accident. She picked out his name. His name was, I believe it was Michael. She picked out his name. She knew my mom's name. She knew my brother's name. She knew personal things about me. Then when it got weird was she's looking at Grant and Grant's a, a young, good looking guy just like you. Mm -hmm. And she said, <laughs> Thanks. she said, tell me about your struggle with addiction. Well, Grant went through addiction. He went through extreme addiction. Um, and I knew this as, as yeah. his friend. Okay. She, she wouldn't have known that, you know? So wow. there was a lot of things. I don't know, whatever, but yeah. a lot of things that were weird. And, and it, you, you, sometimes you bring someone on, it's, it's a bit, and it's going to be fun, and then all of a yeah. sudden it turns real. Whoa. So check out Melinda Val. It's V-A-I-L. Yeah, I'll have to – my sister-in-law is really into that kind of stuff. I'll have to ask her if she's heard of her. Um, but so besides uh, mediums, are there other things that you've kind of uh, used to help keep you sane, like counseling or meditation or drugs or is there anything that kind of helps you well, unwind or relax? I would love, I would just love to be so cool, you know, and say meditation, but I can't do it, man. I can't get into it. Maybe I haven't tried hard enough. Really? Um, yeah. See, if I saw you on the street, I go, that guy meditates. I, I think it's the, the it's the hair. Yeah. Hair. 
Uh, no, I just I, I can't get into it. I've tried yoga a little bit. I can't get into it. I, I go to the gym. Oh, okay. That's what I do. Yeah. I work out. I just got a bike. I need to be outside and just feel the air. Um, you know, if it's if if I'm going to bed at nine o'clock and it's seven and I'm feeling overwhelmed, yeah, I just go downstairs and I hit the gym and it's that's my therapy. Um, you know, and then uh, it just clears your head. Yeah, your no, head that's up. how I feel when I, I go swimming. That's my new thing. Is I yeah. swim every day, and you can do that here. We have a heated pool in Arizona. It's like. Right. Right. It's like exact, it clears your head. It's, it is kind of like a meditative experience sure. for me because I'm exercising, but I'm also, when you start moving, I feel like your thoughts change. Yeah. How about this? Go for a walk. You don't have to break a sweat. That's true. If, you, yeah. if, you're, ha if you're going through something really difficult right now in your life and you're sitting and listening to this podcast, put in your earbuds or whatever mm -hmm, you have mm -hmm. and just walk around the block a couple times while yeah. you're listening to us. I'm telling you, when you or even walk back, around your house and start cleaning stuff, whatever, or, yeah. do something, get the blood moving. Yeah. So in one interview, you said uh, one of the greatest compliments that you could get is somebody well-known in your line of work praising the work you do. So do you have any compliments that stick out that you've received? Because you didn't mention any compliments that you got. But You know, I got to tell you, uh, that's such a super question, by the way. Thank uh, you. <laughs> working in the building that I work in, I yeah. work with some of the most talented people in the country. I mean, we have uh, syndicated shows, which means national right, shows. Yeah. Um, I work for Beth McDonald, who, who I view as the best personality um, in this city for many years, a great entertainer. And when you're around talented people and around that kind of work ethic, just being included and being asked to do things is enough praise for me. Wow, that's awesome. It sounds like you have a lot of gratitude. Is that something that's important to you? hundred percent. Every time I look at my emails and I'm getting overwhelmed, I'm like, oh shit, I got to do this. And oh shit, I got to go here. And, oh, how am I going to do this? And which was like today. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, thanks for coming then. No, yeah, I mean, not, yeah. not even this, just, you know, things just build up. Yeah, yeah. But then it goes back to that, that G word. It's like gratitude. Mm -hmm. That's gratitude. what I've heard. A lot of successful people, they, they all say that. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's partly because... They all have a little success, so then they, of course, are going to be it's grateful. All but cheesy, it's man. like almost like that's how they got there. Was just okay. I'm grateful for this small thing I have, and then it's like they got more, and they just became more grateful, and then it's like that. Like it's almost like feeds more and more into it. Dude, it's all cheesy. It I is cheesy. I yeah. No, on, I'm um, totally cheesy. I, I admit it first. Gotta tell, I got to tell him. Uh, shout him out, Gary V. I love Gary V. Oh my God. I can't get enough of that guy. People want to hate on Gary V. No. What? How do you? If I love that guy, you put on a Gary V podcast or you better yet put on, go to YouTube and put on Gary V. He'll give you a kick in the ass. Oh yeah. And guess what? It's simple. There's no, yeah, it's not rocket science. You know what helps with that? I think is him swearing. It helps like it gets my attention. I'm like, Oh, okay. He said, get, get your fucking ass up and go to work. Yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah, I no. It. I like his Instagram, too, because it's just short little things. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the daily kick yeah. in the ass I needed. Yeah, yeah. So. He's a one-life guy. And he's smart. He's he's It's good advice. Like, And you know what I like about him? He's a kick in the ass. Like, get up, get going now, now. Hurry up. It's New York thing. But then he says, guess what you have? Time. Patience. Yeah. Patience. No, that's so everything true. we're talking about, breaking down doors mm -hmm. and moving away to wherever, you still got time. Yeah. You know? You got time. Even if you're 70... Hopefully, it's the clock is ticking, but you, yeah. still, got, you, still, you still have <laughs> you know, time. Could have 20 years. Who knows? Yeah, so the way people are living now. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you've definitely achieved a, a lot of success, I think. Um, and But, look, you know, looking at all your internet and radio life, I mean, you kind of almost make it look easy. Like, have you had any adversity that you face in your life, and how do you handle that? Well, like I said, fuck luck and easy. Um, I don't have a slogan for that, yeah. but there's nothing easy. 
And it, so and just like all those, like when you had to take a hundred resumes out there and grind, stuff like grind, you got a show on Monday and you have one guest on Sunday night that just canceled. You have no other show. You, you, you better stay on the internet right. all night and you better find a good band to come in because you're trying to build your name. And you, and you don't want the owner of the station saying, oh, well, Billy just came in for three and a half hours and uh, played Bruno Mars. Where's right. that going to get you? Anyone can hit play. Yeah. It's, there's nothing easy, man. If I, I mean, notebooks full of names, uh, thousands of emails, showing up to events, sneaking into areas and concerts and things that I shouldn't have been at, always, always... Pushing, pushing, pushing. You're making me feel really lazy right now. <laughs> no, but that's what it is. I'm serious. That's yeah. what it is. And you know, you can get complacent because you say, oh, well, I kind of achieved what I want. Like you said, I want to work for some media company, whatever yeah. it might be. Well, knowing you just from the last, whatever, half hour, hour, you'll probably get there. You're a smart guy. Keep pushing. You'll get there. I hope so. Yeah. Thank but, you. But that's when it starts. Yeah. That's when it starts. It starts even more. That's when, that's when the game begins. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's already a game just trying to get in. It's like kind of, it's fun. It's like a I game. Felt. You're right. I, you have this yeah. moment and I, you yeah. know, I like celebrating the wins, big wins, but small wins too. Like you have a glass of wine, you know, with people you care about and you tell your family, I got this job and now I'm doing this. And guess what? I have a show on the air. I'm broadcasting to millions of people. Well, we just started. You, like that's <laughs> it. the successful yeah. ones. That's when right. they're, that's when they're, they hit oh, the horsepower. Yeah. They hit the gas. No, that's true. Yeah, Otherwise, there's, there's only one way to go. And it's, yeah. It's down, you know? So what other goals do you have set for yourself in the future? Like, do you want your own TV show or what else do you have on the horizon? You know, right now, I am focused. I'm laser focused on on show up Arizona. Um, and, and, you know, sort of the premise of show up is actually showing up to everything that you can show up and try yeah. to motivate others, get involved in the community. Um, and I believe that it's very soon it's going to be the premier show, the premier space in this whole state for people that want to show goodness, show gratitude uh, for celebrities, for charities, for normal everyday people mm -hmm. that want to show that they are living their, their dream and they're doing that one life like we talked about. And, right. I, and I think that that's the space for it. You know, I've been given um, sort of this gift of this airtime that I don't have to play music. And guess mm -hmm. what? I'll let you in another secret. I don't have to play commercials. I have a lot of freedom to highlight extraordinary people right here in the state. That's what we're doing. We're going to continue to do it. We're going to keep pushing the gas. And I'm laser focused on that. So I hope you have me back another time and, you know, a year from now or whatever. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, um, I know it will be the premier show uh, for, for people to show up. That's awesome. So what? tell me more. I did um, ask you to pick a charity that you're passionate about. Yeah. Is there something that you... Yeah, I mean, I speak to so many great charities every day, but there's two that I'd like to highlight. Okay. And, and um, there's different ways to get involved, but we're around the, the holidays right now, and um, Priscilla and Matthew Blades, they're the hosts in the morning of, of Mix 96.9 and iHeartRadio. Shout mm -hmm. out Mix 96.9. And they have a, an organization called Cards for Kids, and they buy gift cards for kids of, I want to say it's, I hope I don't screw this up. Is it Title I schools? Yep. I believe. No, that's right. Because I worked in education, know, right? so, so I know that. Title, Title one, I yep. schools. And, and you would know better than me, but these kids, you know, they need a little boost. They mm -hmm. need a little help. And Absolutely. These, these are kids that can't, their parents can't afford lunch. Yeah. So they're getting vouchers for lunch and all that. So mm -hmm. people are going out there. We want minimum $50. They're spending $50 on gift cards. You know, you go to Cards for Kids, go to Mix969.com. 
Um, and the other one is the Million Meals Crusade. It used to be the Million Cans Crusade, but the Million Meals Crusade is a huge organization. And right now in Arizona, Tim Benenbrook from KNIX Country, they're heading it up. And I'm kind of, uh, our, our whole company is working with them. Uh, Tim Benenbrook, KNIX, it's 102.5. You can get in touch with them. And we're looking for people to give food. We're looking for uh, any uh, non, non-perishable? Yeah. Non-perishable right canned thing. items. Of course, cash. Cash is king. Cash is check, <laughs> Venmo, whatever you want to do. Sure. And we're looking to help people around the holidays that, you know, I'm going to be sitting in front of a big turkey. I don't even eat turkey. I'm going to have a beautiful meal on Christmas. Right. But, you know, I'm, I'm a small percentage. There's a lot of people right here in Phoenix, they don't know, that uh, they're not going to have a big, beautiful holiday mm-hmm. meal. And they don't have um, beautiful places to live and places to sleep at night. So we're trying to help those people out. So I would say, uh, yeah, cards, cards for kids and million meal crusade. Oh, those both sound great. And if you can't, if you don't know how to get in touch, get in touch with me on Instagram. Here's my yeah. plug at, <laughs> at Billy Harfosh, spell it out. If you can't yeah. spell it, then you shouldn't have found well, it. Well, you should, yeah, it should be on the podcast where it's a little bit, I'll have that. All Seriously promoted. at Billy Harfosh, yeah. send me a message. If you want to give, I'll link you up to the right people. iHeartMedia and Phoenix for making a huge push this holiday right. season. Very cool. So, I mean, it sounds like you've done it all. You've traveled the world. You've worked as a producer on one of the top shows here in Arizona. You've interviewed some great people. Um, sounds like there's a lot more to come. I just want to thank you so much for coming on my show today. Uh, people can find you on Facebook, Instagram, under the name Billy Harfosh. Follow Billy. Check out his interviews. Yeah, show up, um, Arizona. Sundays in the 6 a.m. hour across all of our stations and Sunday nights in the 10 p.m. hour on Mix 96.9, and you can hear me every night, yeah. every night very soon. On and then KEZ. if they miss the interviews, can they can find them on, yeah, on the can, internet? Yeah, you can go to our, our webpage on KEZ, um, but we don't post all of that, oh. so if you really want to go See, that's deep, what I think, because I was trying to find the Alice Cooper interview, and I couldn't find that. Well, so Alice is upcoming. We're going to be oh. we're gonna be doing something with Alice um, for his, his charity concert, yeah. and I don't know if it's announced yet about okay. his charity concert, but he's having this, the original uh, band. Christmas pudding? Christmas pudding. Yeah, that's right. I did see that. He's the having the original band. band. Yeah. I heard today that there's a very special guest coming that's going to emcee it, do some comedy, Jim Brewer. Whoa. Uh, yeah. That's, he's so awesome. He's got some heavy hitters coming to town, so we're going to do something Jeez. around that. That'll uh, be fun. Yeah, and Alice Cooper is another guy that's just doing awesome things in our community, and he travels the world. He's a huge yeah. star, but he's focused right here in Arizona. I, I, I probably told the story like 20 times to people on the podcast, but it is a great story that I saw him at the Paradise Valley Mall one time, and I knew it was him. I walked right by him. How did you know it was him without all the face? Well, so it's funny. I just watched uh, some sort of documentary or interview or something, and, and he was in it. And so it, I, maybe he was on my mind, but I walked right, and I just – I was like, that's Alice Cooper. And my girlfriend goes, no, it's not. And I go, I guarantee that's him. I go, Alice. And he just, you know, he's kind of old. He's an older guy. So he kind of slowly turns around and he just looks at me and goes, yes. And then I didn't know. And then I froze and I was like, rock on. And then that was, that's all, that was all I got. And I was like, why I'm such, why did I get a picture? And then I uh, told the story to my cousin who he's a reporter on channel 12 and he goes, he's interviewed him and he goes, Oh, he would have taken a picture. He's a real nice guy. I was like, damn it. So yeah, yeah. yeah, real sweet guy. Yeah. But you know, before we go, because I can feel like we're wrapping up here. I wanted to just say. No, anything else? Yeah, please feel free. Any other plugs or. I just wanted to say Chuck Shoot is maybe the best name in the game. right now. (laughs) Chuck Shoot, S-H-U-T-E. There's so many little puns and Uh, funny stuff. Maybe I need to change the name. Maybe that's the problem. You might need to change the name. And and contact one of these musicians you have on that can do some nice intro music. Well, that's what I I was trying to get. uh, Have you heard of Eddie Eberly? 
Mm-hmm. He's a local guy, really talented. I interviewed him, and I, 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 I told. He said he'd do my theme song, but then, uh, you know, whenever, I need to follow up with him. He's super talented kid. So, well, Chuck Shoot, best name in the business. I Thank love you. your hustle. You got a great setup here. Thank Everything's you. very nice, very professional. I'm very privileged to be here. Just keep it up. Thank you. Keep and thank you up. for being on here so much and taking the time to come over. And Good things are coming. Yeah. Remember, you got one life. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.